0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Stories from the World. This is David Robert Farmerie. that is the silence that you hear. You know, I have come to just absolutely love that, and for the longest time, I really didn't know exactly what it was that I loved so much about the northern desert, and that's it. It is the stillness, the silence, and even when there's a breeze blowing, there's no rustling of leaves, because the only thing that's growing in the desert here is sage and cedar and so you know again there's no sound and and so you can feel the breeze but there's still a stillness and a silence and it is absolutely wonderful you know just before i left nashville to come out here again to northern arizona i was kind of commiserating with a friend of mine and saying that you know it's just so frustrating because Uh, you know, I'm unable to go out and gather news stories simply because everything is still shut down due to COVID. And he said, you know, David, why don't you just talk about what you're doing a day in your life or the things that are going on during your travels and use those as a podcast episode and give it a try. And I pondered it for a while. I thought, you know, that may be a good idea. So uh, here we are. That's what this episode is about to Give this a try and just talk about, you know, what's going on with me, you know, what I'm doing, where I am, how it is, and try to, in some way, uh, through my words at least, is to give you an opportunity to maybe live a little vicariously through what I'm getting to experience. I arrived back in, here in northern Arizona in Pinyon, I guess it was this past Friday and today is Monday, and um, and, you know, it's it's wonderful, too, because it is now 3 minutes to 6 p.m., and the sun is still above the horizon. It's close to the horizon, but it's still above the horizon. So I'm really enjoying these long days. And this morning it was 19 degrees, but now it's probably about 48 degrees. And the sun itself is so hot, uh, even this time of year, that as long as the sun's shining on you, it's really warm. But anyhow... I got back here to Pinyon last Friday, but I actually flew into Phoenix, uh, I guess it was about 10 days ago. And this is the first time I've flown out here. I drive simply because uh, every time I'm out here to work, it's because I you know, I need all of my equipment and that I can't fly with that. It's just entirely too much. Uh, so it's easier just to drive. Anyhow, I flew into Phoenix and Again, you know, I had never been to Phoenix before, and the reason I'd never been to Phoenix is because I just had no desire. But, you know, now that I've been there, I have to admit, I really kind of like the city. It it seems to have a fair amount to offer, and one of the things that I did while I was there is I went to the Desert Botanical Garden, and, and I highly recommend, if you find yourself in Phoenix, uh, try, to, try to slate aside a little bit of time to go and and visit the Botanical Gardens. It's a little expensive, I think it's 30 bucks a person, but it is so worth it. It took about two and a half hours, give or take, uh, to just stroll through the entire uh, area that they have. And it's so well done and so informative and so absolutely relaxing. Uh, So anyhow, I got to do that and it turns out that I, I don't know if it's every Friday or the first Friday of every month or whatever it is. Anyhow, um, they have uh, live concerts, musical concerts, uh, live music in the park. Or, yeah. And, um, uh, you know, I, I forget what the fee is. I think it's, it's probably about the same thing or maybe a little bit more. Uh, but then it's just live music in this amazing space. And, and I didn't find out about it until, unfortunately, the day after they had one of these uh, performances. But I'm going to make time in the future uh, to drive down. And see it, and it turns out that Phoenix is only about a five and a half hour drive from where I am in Pinyon, and it's a beautiful drive, absolutely stunning. Um, So anyhow, uh, you know, here this time I'm here for two things primarily. Is one, um, I have a meeting scheduled tentatively for the end of this coming week with President Nez, the president of Navajo Nation and also to get my vaccine my COVID vaccinations because if i wait until tennessee has them goodness gracious i'll probably be waiting until the end of the year you know uh, they're so far behind there but here they're already inoculating the entire population Uh, you know no age limitations no nothing it's just anybody can get it so uh, you know, So I'm taking advantage of that and I guess it was last Tuesday I got the first inoculation and I'm supposed to wait 28 days because I got the Moderna but uh, I can't stay here that long and they said don't worry about it we'll just you know the day that you leave uh, to drive to Albuquerque to the airport just come in and get the second one and it will end up being I think it's 17 days early so it'll be an experiment if nothing else. Um, but at least I will have both inoculations before I fly home, and, and that's, that's good. I'm really amazed at how much stress uh, you know, that, that relieved in me, um, just by having that in that little extra buffer of, of um, uh, feeling a little bit safer anyhow. Um, you know, as I sat here on the patio yesterday, and, and, and I wish you could see it because where I sit on the patio, And I look out, I mean, you know, the backyard, which is very small, is is fenced in, you know, with a chain link fence, uh, probably about four feet high. But beyond that is the desert. And as far as the eye can see, it's nothing but desert. And it's absolutely spectacular. And again, just, you know, when I walk out the front door of the house uh, and take a left and go down to the end of the street, which is, you know, I don't know, about, about 70 yards, I guess, and I take a left. I'm in the desert, and there's a magnificent walking trail. It's, I think it's about 1.4 miles um, as you do the loop, and, but it's all in the desert. And, you know, I walk that every day or as, as often as I can every day. Um, and, and I take my camera with me, of course, and I have photographed the same pathway and the same trees and the same everything over and over and over again for, you know, over a year. And, but every time I do, every time I go for a walk, it tends to be in a different light, you know, a different time of day, a different something, or instead of going one direction, I'm going another direction. And, and the whole landscape changes. So that, that is just magical for me. And again, you know, as I, as I probably have mentioned at some point in a previous episode, that, you know, I really, or I tend to see the world, interpret the world. Uh, photographically. I mean, as I'm walking along and I see, you know, these these cedar trees and and this pathway and I see the light hitting it, it moves me. But when I put the camera to my eye and I make the photograph, as soon as I make the photograph, even if I never see the photograph, I am able at that point to internalize completely the scene, the landscape that I am seeing before me and, and and it just remains with me in a way that just looking at it and walking through it doesn't. And now as the sun gets lower towards the horizon, for some reason the birds are coming alive. Uh, and I just noticed for the first time since I've been here uh, that the hummingbirds are back. And I don't know that they ever left. I, I'm wondering if they went into hibernation. Uh, I don't know, but I just saw two. In fact, I heard them first because, I, uh, you know, if you've ever been around, hummingbirds, um, you know, when they when they fly, there's literally, I mean, I guess obviously that's why they have their name, hummingbirds, because there's this deep throbbing hum that comes from the beating of their wings, I guess, because they, they beat so fast, and two of them uh, came up over the fence line, I guess they were looking to see if there was anything in the feeders, which of course there isn't, because it would freeze, but I guess I'll need to start putting something out there uh, in the afternoon when the temps get above freezing so that they can have food. Um, but, you know, it's, again, can you hear that? Isn't that amazing? But, but that is life in the desert. You know, is, is I can sit here virtually at any time of day or night, and there's this silence, this absolute silence, and this absolute stillness that, I know I've, I, I mentioned this, and I, it seems like I guess I'm, I'm kind of harping on it, but it is, it is, you know, I have been all over the world, and it is rare that I come across any place like this. In fact, as I was thinking the other day, as I was sitting out here on the patio and just taking in that stillness, what I realized is, because there was a stirring that I felt within me and I couldn't figure out what it was from, and, and what I finally realized is, is that the only other place that I have ever experienced this kind of stillness is in Kenya, in East Africa but specifically in Kenya, out in the savannas, uh, it was that same absolute stillness. Um, You know, in, in here, you know, I mentioned that there's a walking trail. I mean, people can be walking on the trail a quarter mile away from where I'm sitting, and they can be speaking to one another in a normal speaking voice, and I can hear them word for word. I mean, sound just travels. In fact, that's why I'm kind of toning it down a lot today to to record this because if not, I mean, people, you know, across the way, you know, would be listening and and, and I don't want to disturb their silence. So I'm trying to be a, a little bit low key about this. But, but again, there's just something so magical about that. And again, being able to hear every single animal that makes a sound, whether it's the the birds chirping or the birds flying or the hummingbirds flapping their wings, you know or, or a rabbit just moving through the sagebrush. and then you know at night, uh, you have the coyotes, and, and it, it is absolutely magical to hear all of those sounds, and it just just really pulls me down into what is real and what is authentic. And it just absolutely rejuvenates my soul every single time. I've moved back inside now to finish up recording this episode. The sun was just beginning to dip below the horizon, and without that sunshine, the air temperature dropped significantly. Anyhow, uh, you may hear a little bit of rustling here in the background, and that's because the cat has jumped up on the table. To, because On my recorder, I have the, uh, the Don King uh, wind suppressor on it, and, and the cat, I guess, thinks that it's a uh, furry animal or furry animal toy, for him to play with. Anyhow, um, you know the sunsets here are absolutely magical as well. Uh, and a, a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm at six, just under 6,500 feet of elevation, so there's a whole lot less atmosphere to get between my eyes and that setting sun but the skies are just so crystal clear. I mean, I, gosh, I wish you could see this. I wish there was some way that, uh, that, that, that I could have you here with me, talk with you right here across the table, and that we could all look out at this sunset and see it because, oh, what an experience it is. And I never tire of them. And it's almost every single day that there's a sunset like this. And there's also a sunrise almost every morning, that is equal to the sunsets. Anyhow, um, you know, it has been really an adventure this time coming up here. As I mentioned, I flew into Phoenix, and when I drove from Phoenix up here to Pinon the first time, uh, which was, I think, last uh, Tuesday, yeah, the day that I got my my first uh, inoculation for COVID, uh, it was literally about 250 miles of just heavily snow-covered roads and icy roads. And, you know, I haven't lived in the Northeast for probably about 15 years, and, and I lost a little bit of my uh, expertise at driving in those, those conditions. But even still, it was great. And, of course, I was just in a two-wheel drive car as opposed to my Expedition uh, but wow, what an adventure it was, and, and, and just the, the scenery and everything being tipped in snow. Uh, and then when I got to probably uh, two-thirds of the way here to Pinyon, uh, the highway was absolutely clear. There wasn't a speck of snow or ice on it, and, and I thought, oh, this is great. I can really make some time now, and you know, I, I turned it up to 70 miles an hour, and I'm just cruising along, and I see this storm coming towards me, or me coming towards it, a little bit of both, I guess, it was biblical. I mean, really, I, uh, oh, if I could only show you a photograph of it, it was truly biblical. And I could see myself getting closer and closer to it. And again, it was something out of like a sci-fi movie, As I'm driving, and I can tell that I'm going to drive into this. And as I did, it was almost instantaneous, I'd say within probably the first you know 20 yards of entering into this and you could see the distinction of when i wasn't in it and then when i was because my visibility went from incredibly long to about 15 or 20 yards uh, i mean it was it was significantly diminished anyhow i got into this and it was just pure sleet and it was just tumbling down and 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 again, it was just I use the word so much I know magical, but it really was. It was it became this magical place, and and you know and and I guess you know there's a part of me that could have stressed over it and said, oh my gosh, no, you know the rose, the visibility, but instead, you know, I've learned through life that these moments, these opportunities, these experiences, they're gifts for us, and we can, we have a choice. We can either commiserate over them or worry about what's going on, or just let go. Just absolutely let go and embrace it and take it in and just become one. And I know it sounds like new agey, but I'm serious. Just just, just immerse yourself into the experience. And, and that's what I did. And I guess it was probably, probably about 12 miles uh, from the time I entered this storm bank until I exited out. And, and the thing that really blew me away is that as I was coming towards the end of this storm bank that I was in, all of a sudden there, there's a mountain range, and I see it all the time, and now it was you know, a lot more uh, visible because it was, it was covered in snow, and I could see it, but there was this really strong kind of veil that was blocking it, almost like it was behind a a, a veiled curtain on a stage at at, at a play. And I could see it, and it had this amazing look to it. And I was, like, so overwhelmed by that. And then all of a sudden, literally, it went from that to nothing blocking it because I drove out of that storm bank. And as soon as I did, everything became crystal clear and, and I, I tell you I, I've truly never experienced anything like that before that it was one way and then you know a lot of times there's like a transition where you start to transition out but this wasn't it was like there it was full blown and then boom there was nothing again it was this is if I just tore the curtain open and there it was and I had clarity again complete clarity and oh my gosh it was it was it, it, it was indescribable. Absolutely indescribable. I wish I had the words. I, again, I wish that you could have been with me to experience it because I have never in my life experienced anything like that. And I don't know that I ever will again. And if I don't, at least I have. And if I do, oh my goodness, trust me, I will do exactly the same thing. Probably even more is just really immerse myself and take it all in okay, I'm back. I know. She didn't even know that I left. I understand that. But, you know, as I was talking to you and I'm looking out the window here and I'm watching that sun go down and down in the sky, just changing all those colors, I have to get a photograph. I don't know how I will share it with you and I'll figure that out. Perhaps I'll just put it on a, a one photo gallery on my website and put a link in the podcast notes or whatever. But anyhow, I just really wanted you to see it. And by the time I got out to make the photograph, it was, it was almost dark. And there was just this strip of these, these bands of colors that were absolutely stunning. So again, hopefully I can share those with you. I'll do my best to do that. And with that, it seems to be an appropriate point to bring this podcast episode to a close. I hope that this new temporary format of stories that I tell was enjoyable for you. I hope that you were able to at least have a moment of escape from the normal day-to-day activities that we all tend to experience. If you'd care to leave me a comment or a note or a suggestion, I am always open to reading your emails. You can send them to davidfarmery at gmail.com, or you can Direct email me via my website at davidfarmery.com or davidrobertfarmery.com. Again, I sincerely thank you for joining me and for allowing me to share with you another story. This time, a story from life. Until next time. And yes, as always, this episode is copyrighted 2020, all rights reserved. See you next time.